0: If you look up the definition of multi-hyphenate mogul, an image of today's guest will appear. She began her career at just 16 years old, and since then has had her own radio show, co-hosted multiple MTV shows, appeared in movies like Think Like a Man, produced a Tony-nominated Broadway show, Eclipse, and is now currently on two critically acclaimed television shows, Power and The Shire. Lala Anthony, producer, author, TV personality, mother, wife, friend, and style icon, Takes a breather from her whirlwind life, like being on a billboard to model for her friend Kim K. Skims brand, to talk through everything from her personal mantras and learnings to the endless projects she's working on, all while maintaining her number one job and purpose: being a mom. Listen along for some words of woman-to-woman wisdom and why it's so important to love yourself first. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Of course. I'm happy to be talking to you.
0: I've been such a fan from afar and it's so crazy to speak to you. Um, I've been, you know, since TRL (laughs) Um, and just seeing you, of course, like on social media. So I really, really appreciate you taking the time to, to speak to Revolve today.
1: Of course. Absolutely.
0: So I wanted to ask, I feel like, you know, going through, of course, like your bio, your feed, like you're doing the most, (laughs) it seems like, especially during quarantine, Um, how are you choosing all the projects, especially at this point in your career, having been kind of, you know, front and center for so many years, Um, how do you say yes? And how do you say no to things that come your way?
1: I think you have to do projects and, and, and be aligned with things that speak to you that you feel like are in line with, you know, the message you're trying to put out there. I'm all about empowering women, amplifying voices, you know, um, woman empowerment, self-esteem. So I look for projects that kind of live in those worlds for me because that's who I am. That's who I want to be. So, you know, you find things that fit who you are and, and, and and where you want to be. And that's kind of how, you know, I decide. And right now it's like just all about supporting women, supporting each other, uplifting each other. So I'm always looking for things that speak to that message.
0: No. And it's, it's incredible. And, you know, I just read your uh, last interview with Essence and also an interview that you did a couple of months ago about kind of this concept of you know, self-care and I guess to your point, really choosing projects that really matter to you. Um, Again, at this point in your career and in your life, also being a mom, I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but like, how do you make it all work? And do you really even think that there's a concept of balance being, you know, a highly successful woman like yourself?
1: I think that, you know, Balance is a difficult thing. Anyone tells you it's easy is, is not not true. Yeah, it's not. I, I, I
0: have a, I have a daughter too, so I am just I like think in
1: balancing stuff. There's always something that that suffers. Like if I'm all about work at one point, then you know maybe I'm not with my family as much. If I'm all about my family, then I'm not focusing on work as much. So there's oh, and the balance is always going to be something that you know you're sacrificing some of your time for. But there is a way to do it all, and you know my way is I rely heavily on family and friends to help me. I only have one child, so that, that makes things a lot easier. My son is 13, so we're able to kind of maneuver together. But you can have it all, but you just have to understand that it's not going to all be at the same time. You know what I mean? And that's where I think people get it uh, confused.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I I have a two-year-old daughter and- oh. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really new at this and I'm really trying to figure out like how to, even though, of course, it's already been two years. But, you,
1: know, um, but it's, it, you never have it all the way figured out.
0: No, no. And it's funny because the moment I'm like, oh yeah, you know, when she was like little, like, oh yeah, sleeping schedule, perfect. Like, right. yeah, right. Psych like, you know, she she totally like switches things up. And and now, you know, being at home with her, and I'm sure for you as well, um, you know, that's a whole other another life change that we've all are going through as again, moms and and business owners and, and um, working moms. So I guess for you and during the time of COVID, um, what are you, you know, he's, I'm I'm assuming he's doing school from home potentially.
1: Yeah. He's doing them online.
0: And how are you, I guess, again, like helping him manage that while you have, I mean, I I read all the projects, which we'll get into in a second, that you're working on. How are you doing that? And kind of like any words of wisdom
1: for a young
0: new mom like myself?
1: Yeah, you know, I always say we have to check in on our kids, especially during this time. You know, we're all going through emotional changes and mental stresses in this quote unquote new world that we're living in. But a lot of times with our kids, we just say, you know, go in front of that computer and do the work or go over there and play. And we're not being mindful of the changes that they're going through from being with their friends and being outside and doing everything they're used to doing. So I always say, you know, make sure we also check in with our kids because they're going through stuff too and be extra patient with them. This is like all new for them and all new for all of us. So I think that we just have to make sure we check in with our kids and be patient and understand this is a whole new world for all of us. We're not going to get it all right you know, on the first try or at the same time. So I just really, you know, utilize that concept when I'm dealing with my son, Cayenne, you know, sticking him in front of a computer for hours a day just to do online work, you know, is not the easiest thing either. So I'm just mindful of that. And I would say to you, just, you know, try to find ways to make it as normal as possible, especially for a two-year-old who wants to run around and play (laughs) all day. You You just have to find ways to try to make it like the new normal, you know?
0: totally yeah it's been such a it's been extremely challenging i mean to be quite honest with you we we didn't have our nanny for so long because um you know because of covid and she's an older woman so we were not putting her at risk so i was literally doing all my zoom calls at this point like with her in the picture because, i mean literally in the picture because it's so
1: hard to to try. People are are understanding that. And I've been finding that, you know, when I'm on Zooms and things, you're hearing the kids in the background, you're seeing the kids run around. I mean, it just is what it is. So what's great is that people get that other parents understand it. So you're able to kind of still maneuver like that, you know,
0: for sure. And I guess like we, like you said, this is a new, new normal and we kind of have to provide this new life and environment for, for our children. And and I think you're absolutely right with checking in to be sure that they're doing okay. Okay. Um, I guess I would love to just kind of dive into uh, all the projects that you are currently working on, whether obviously it's the shy or um, I know you just ended another um, series on Snapchat, but would love to kind of hear more about the multiple things happening and I don't want to also forget the Skims billboard. <laughs> um, so I want to save that kind of for a little bit later. But yeah, I would love to hear what you're diving into the last couple of months.
1: So yeah, we filmed The shy Chi in Chicago. So season three, the finale aired about a week ago. So that was great. Excited to see when we can get, you know, back on set, obviously with COVID and everything. You know, a lot of productions are still trying to figure it out and um so excited to do that the shy was great especially coming off of an incredible show like power and then going to the shy has just been you know a great amazing transition so i was happy about that and in quarantine i've just really been focusing on the shows i'm producing i have a show called intercepted with 50 cent that we're we're producing it kind of deals with women in the sports world like the wives and girlfriends of athletes and what they go through and trying to balance like we talked about. So that's been a great show that we're working on. I also um, partnered with LeBron James Company, Spring Hill, on my first book, The Love Playbook, to turn that into a TV series. Uh, Issa Ray and I have a film that we're producing together that we're working on. So just really using this time to dive into my production company and really start getting – you have all these ideas, but you're so busy, you never can really – focus on them and get them going. So this time has been great to just really focus on these ideas I have and really get them off the ground while still waiting to see when I can be back on set somewhere.
0: Absolutely, congratulations. That's so, there's like so many things in the works for you. Um, How do you, I guess like, you know, hearing all the partnerships that you have with production company, how do you go about like pitching your idea from kind of concept to, I mean, literally having a deal with, you know,
1: LeBron or, or you know,
0: with 50 or with Issa?
1: Well, you like to just have, you have your idea, you have an outline, you present it like, this is how I see the story. This is the audience I'm targeting. This is what I want the message to be. And you just kind of brainstorm with people that you like working with, people that you want to be in business with. And some get it and some don't. And whoever you find like, oh, they get this concept, they get this world. That's who you decide, you know, to partner with. But it's always fun to find new partnerships and and get creative with new people or get into business with new people. You want to keep expanding that way. So the production side of things is really, really fun. And then you get to tell the stories you want to tell, like you get to work on projects that you care about as opposed to just auditioning or going in for somebody else's stuff. You get to be in the driver's seat and say, this is a story that I feel like needs to be told or something that I'm passionate about. So that's what's great about producing. And when did you start your production company? Um, I would say like, I would say maybe like, like
0: four or five years ago. Amazing. And and now, I guess, being in the driver's seat, as you said, and really working with people as well as projects and stories that you want to tell, what has been kind of the most, um, I guess, uh, special thing about
1: that of, of just kind of taking control of your own career? And- I think it's just what you said, like taking the control and not waiting around for someone to cast you in a part, not waiting around for someone to quote unquote choose you, but to be able to employ yourself. Yourself and also employ people that you think are great, you know, at what they do, whether it's family or friends or just people you want to work with, like to be in a position to provide people with job opportunities, you know, to provide um, opportunities for yourself. Like that, that's how you want to do it, you know? Absolutely. And do you feel like pressure?
0: Of, of, I guess, you know, because you are employing people and making sure, of course, you know, their well-being and et cetera, what kind of pressure do you have and do you put on yourself as, as again, being the driver um, in, in your company as well as in other people's um,
1: careers? I mean, you're always going to be like your own worst critic that, that's, that comes with it, but um, I try not to put too much pressure on myself. I feel like the world beats us all up enough, especially, you know, as as women, like we get so much shit out there in the world that you want to be soft with yourself. You want to be sensitive with yourself. I don't want to put any added pressure, you know, on myself. I I always want to work hard and do a great job, but I try not to get into that world where I'm just criticizing myself or, 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 you know, making myself feel bad. I don't, I don't need to do that. I'm all about uplifting myself because by uplifting myself, I can uplift others. That's, that's really, really important to me.
0: No. And that's, that's incredible. And you can really, you know, feel that energy, honestly, just even through your social and, you know, everything that, you know, people say about you and write about you. So I really commend you for, for that. Um, And I guess like, you know, that's, that's another question that I have is, is you do uh, have this incredible aura about you. Um, and people say, again, the nicest things that you're an, an incredible friend and, you know, again, you're, you're building businesses and, and, and really doing your, your thing. How do you continue to motivate yourself and, and what keeps you going when, when things could be, you know,
1: could be tough? Oh, I just, you know, I, I never settle. I'm always looking for, okay, that was great, but what's next? I'm always striving, you know, to get to that, you know, next place. So I'm never, I'm never content. I'm never like, oh, I've made it. I always feel like there's still so much more to do. There's still, you know, so many more stories to tell. So I kind of just like to be my own competition and challenge myself. I'm not really in competition with anyone else. I just want to continue to, you know, do things that make me happy, tell stories that are important to me. So I just, that's kind of my motivation. I'm just not a person that ever gets complacent or like, oh, I've made it, I'm good. Like, I'm always like, oh no, we got more work to do. Now we have to do this, now we have to do that. I'm just really, really driven that way.
0: And do you think that being driven, I mean, as driven as you are, do you think that, that um, you were kind of born that way? Is it because, you know, yeah, you're, how you were raised and, and kind of like, how are you, um, you know, applying what you know and that motivation to, to being a mom. And like, does that, you know, affect how you are raising Cayenne and, and maybe pushing him in a, in, in, in whatever way.
1: I think it comes, I always laugh. Cause I say, I think it comes from a place of not like when I was younger, not wanting to be broke, like hating, not having money, mm-hmm. hated, hated being broke. So that just always was my drive to, push me further. Cause I always wanted more out of life. And I think, you know, I still in some ways keep that same, you know, mentality that I never want to have to ask anyone for anything. I always want right. to be independent and be able to provide opportunities. So I think that's kind of like my driving force that I've had since I was, since I was younger, just wanting to be independent and never having to rely on anyone for anything. Of course.
0: And, and how is that, I guess, applied to you being, you know, I always kind of uh, personally struggle with this as well. Um, As you know, somebody, you know, that also didn't come from money had to work my way, you know, through everything and for everything, you know, kind of finding this balance with making sure that our our child is not spoiled (laughs) and really understanding that the concept of hard work. And and like you said, you, you know, you're fueled by that because of, of how you, how you were raised. Is that how, do you struggle with that with Kyan? And like, how do you, um, I guess, find that balance of, of instilling hard work and motivation when, you know, in a way, you know, our kids have so much more than we've, we've ever had at their
1: age. They definitely do. I, um, I Yeah, I'm all about him being humble and understanding. So I don't give him too much. He's a very disciplined, hard worker. He's an athlete. He's a basketball player and a great student. So he understands the concept of hard work and, you know, hard work paying off. He gets up every single day and goes to the gym to train and work out. He's really, really, you know, focused when it comes to that type of stuff. So I try not to give him too much too fast. And I try to just give him, make sure he understands having an appreciation of things, you know, that's super important. So I'm always telling him, you know, about saying thank you and realizing everyone doesn't get to do the things you get to do and always give back. You know, it's just talking to your kids and and making them, you know, see all sides of things.
0: Absolutely. No, that's, that's one thing, again, as a, as a newish mom, I'm really always trying to same and still in, in my daughter and, and making sure that, you know, she doesn't <laughs> grow up to be a spoiled brat. I'm like, you did, man, like we had to work for everything. So I, I completely, completely agree with you. And, and I'm still trying to, to learn that on a daily basis um, to ensure that, yeah, she has she, she has that um, humbleness and empathy for others. Uh, So I wanted to ask you about, you know, the SKIMS um, campaign, which, by the way, you look incredible.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I've never had a billboard of myself, so I can't even imagine (laughs) how that feels. Like how, um, I guess, how did that project come about? And, And I really do also have to want to dig into kind of like, your daily, you know, workout slash kind of just routine to stay, you know, incredibly fit um, and whatever that means to you. Um, so yeah, how did that project
1: come about? I go up and down <laughs> when it comes to like working out. I'm, I'm super consistent that I'm not consistent anymore. I kind of go up and down, but the SKIMS project, you know, Kim is one of my best friends and we always said we wanted to do something cool. So it was the one year anniversary and we were like, this feels like the right opportunity. So. We did the photo shoots but I didn't know that she was going to get the billboard in New York which is where I'm from and where I live that was just such a added great surprise that I so loved. amazing that I was just like you know the things that your friends do for you is just so cool to have those kind of people in my life but the campaign is amazing there's some beautiful women that are a part of it and I'm just excited like to have a billboard that never gets old I'm going back to New York next week and I can't wait to see it you have to take a photo of it and just post oh, I always usually sit stand underneath, have like a toast or something like that. You know, it's it's still a really cool moment, especially for it to be in the place that you grew up and, you know, where you live. That's 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 next level. So next
0: level. And and it makes me so happy to hear that, you know, you still have those moments, you know, of yourself in with this, again, in your life of feeling so grateful of, of those types of experiences. It oh, really yeah. makes me so happy, like to hear that from you. Cause obviously, you know, you're so incredibly successful. Um, I, in terms of working out, like you mentioned, like going up and down and kind of just maybe like your day to day, I mean, you look so great and so fit. What would you say to like women out there? I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, you know, in a, (laughs) in a rut right now, uh, you know, to kind of, um, you know, with your experience of of feeling good and looking good. um, And and what does
1: that mean to you again? uh, It's all about, I always say, you know, loving yourself from the inside out. Like it all starts with what's going on internally and making sure that you're happy with yourself, you know, internally. I think that's where it all starts because you can dress up and you know wear cool clothes and get nice makeup done. But if things aren't right on the inside, none of that matters. So I'm all about like doing work and I advocate for people to do work, you know, self-care, work on the inside, whether it's therapy or meditation or prayer, whatever you know, your thing is. But I think when you feel good about yourself from the inside out, it, it shines through no matter what how much you're working out, no matter what you're wearing, no matter, you know, what your hair is like or makeup is like, people People feed off of that, so I think it's it starts more with an internal thing than anything else.
0: Yeah, and and what do you, I guess, what are some of your like practices that you do to really ensure that you're you're starting with yourself and that you're taking care of yourself?
1: Definitely, therapy is 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 a key for me. You know, having someone to talk to without judgment is always important. Um, right. I would say that. I would just say trying to take some time for myself, which is really hard. But even if it's five minutes to listen to like the unplugged app or the calm app and just, you know, get your mind ready for the day. Or when I wake up, you know, saying my, my prayer, just, you know, being thankful for a new day and stuff like that. Everyone has, you know, their little moments, but those are just, they're just really important.
0: No, I couldn't agree more. I actually said a joke yesterday that like if I were uh, ever to be president, I would require everyone to go to therapy <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> or just yeah. give that option to, you know, to yeah. work through. Um, now with what's going on, people are really, you know, having a tough time and trying to take all this on, you know, themselves. And, and, it, and it's not easy. So I'm always advocating, even if you can't get to therapy or get a therapist, always advocating that people, you know, find someone that they can just talk to. Because this, this isn't easy for even the strongest, you know, individual. Yeah. It's tough
0: its It's really tough and and you know it's it's also like not obviously all the external things happening in the world, but we also don't know like what's happening inside someone's home you know it's within themselves and so yeah i I'm so pro therapy i've I've been going for for years and it's honestly changed my life and awesome. I always yeah, I always hope that for other people because I'm like, there's so much to work through, I promise. Um, and, and it's so, it's so um, it, it really does change, you know, the way you view, view things and the, and the way you live your life. So that's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, I saw this video that you did on YouTube um, in an interview. I think it was, you know, with um, the OWN Network, but you said a line that really struck me. It might be because you're a fellow cancer.
1: I, I'm a cancer. Oh, wow, you're a cancer.
0: Yes, um, and it really you know struck me, and you said that you know you're it's so important to obviously take care of yourself, which you've been talking about, but you said this line that said that you said there's not a lot left over for me, um which really again struck me as a as a fellow cancer. Um, I think we tend to always you know give a lot of ourselves, right um, and so I kind of wanted to ask you, you know, as I again continue to navigate life um, as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a, you know, um, with, you know, career woman, et cetera. Um, What is, what does that mean for you now? And um, how do you ensure that you are, that there is more for yourself because you are so giving to so many people in so many aspects of your life?
1: Yeah, it's important. You know, you always, you you got to be good first. You're not going to be a good parent, partner, worker, anything, if you're not good first. And sometimes we are just so busy giving so much of ourselves to everyone else that as women, especially we tend to put ourselves last and I'm guilty of it too. So it's a constant reminder, like, no, I have to take care of myself. I have to make sure I'm good because if I'm not good, I'm not going to be good for my son, for my job, for anything else. So right. it's just more of just having that conversation with yourself and whatever that means to always make sure you're good because it's like taking care of, of the kid taking care of everyone, making sure everyone's good, and by the time the day's over, you're like, I didn't even check in on myself and make sure I'm good, and that's just super, you know, important.
0: No, for sure, and and again, like, I think with everything that's being thrown at us, you know, with COVID and just this new way of working and and living, it's you know, it's a lot, and I think, um, yeah, I, I'm just trying to continue to navigate like what that means in terms of, you know, the check-ins and, and it's actually much
1: harder than it sounds. Yeah, it really is. It really is. That's why I said it's just a consistent dialogue with yourself and taking those moments where you just stop and say, all right, let me check in on myself. How am I doing? How am I feeling? And when you need to take a moment taking it or when you have to not be present for something, not feel guilty that you're taking a moment for yourself, I'm, I'm trying to get better at that as well.
0: Yeah. And that's definitely one thing that is um, <laughs> my, like kind of the one thing that I'm continuing to work on is, is the guilt, you my know, for sure. It's like, it, it'll kill you <laughs> literally it can kill you because you're just like, you feel, I feel bad about everything, you know, not having enough time for anyone or not doing enough or, you know, can I do more? And it, and it's like, just trying to, to, be still for a second and, and kind of appreciate everything that, that that's around me instead of just, you know, moving a million miles an hour.
1: Right. Totally, totally understand that.
0: Um, all right. Well, I guess I'm going to ask kind of like the, you know, the last three questions that I, I've been asking all my guests on, on the Revolve podcast. Um, uh, first is, you know, what is your superpower?
1: I I think my superpower is that I can be a great friend to a lot of people. People, you know, say I'm a great friend. I think I'm able to talk to people without judgment, but give like really great advice and be honest, but, you know, not judge. And I think people really appreciate that. So I think being a great friend and I would, if I could pick another one, which is over being a great friend, I would say, I think I'm a, I would think that I'm a really great um, mom
0: Oh, I'm like, I'm really, I'm that, that's very heartwarming. Um, the friend and then of course the, the mom, I mean, I, it shows with, um, again, yeah, I don't know you at all, but just from, you know, everything that you post on social and even everything you said today, I think you really, um, you really continue to work on yourself. And I couldn't agree more that that in turn makes you a better everything, Thank including you. a mom. Um, and then what's the shit that no one told you that you wish they did? And it could be anything.
1: Um, it's like, everyone's not going to like you. Like, no matter what you do, no matter how great you are, no matter how much you think you have it together, everyone's not going to like you. And that's okay. I think, you know, so many of us want to be liked by everyone. And we have a hard time when people say things or in this age of social media, you know, it's like, well, why are they saying that about me? You just have to come to the realization that everyone's not going to like you no matter what, and they don't have to, and you have to be okay with that. And that's where, you know, self-love and self-care comes in because as long as you feel good about yourself, that, that, that stuff doesn't even matter.
0: Absolutely. And, and do you do kind of like, because you are so, you know, forward facing, massive following on, on, on so many different platforms, how do you, I guess, like deal with like the haters or any like negative comments? Do you even read them?
1: Um, not so much anymore. I think in the beginning, you kind of want to see what's going on now. No, I mean, if I'm having a great day, no, no I'm not going to sabotage my own day by going to look for negative comments because if you look for them they're going to definitely be there you just got to shake it off these people don't even know you they have so much to say about you they don't they don't know you they don't know anything about you so it's more about just being happy with yourself and that's what matters and also feeding yourself you know positive energy and stuff like that
0: for sure and i'm sure having like you said you, you being such a good friend that also extends to having really good people around you um yeah. Yeah, to ensure that the haters don't let you, don't get you down at the end of the day. Um, And then the last question um, is, what would be the theme song to your life?
1: Um, Wow. Um, That's a tough one. one. I don't have an answer for that one. I have to think about that because that's a tough question. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Maybe... I don't know. I have to There's think. About probably that. different moments too. Yeah, it's different moments. But that's an incredible question. I would just have to really, really think about that. That's a that's a great question. Um, let me let me think about that one.
0: No, of course, and no, we we would love to have your answer because I know that you also have. A- yeah, I got to go back to the drawing board and, and listen to some music and see, and see what it is. <laughs> and also, I know. I mean, I know you're a big music lover too. So it would be awesome to kind of get you know even if it's a few just kind of like you you know different um, times and themes to, to songs to your life would be, I'm sure, in, incredible for our listeners and our yeah, of
1: it. awesome. Um, anything else that I missed that we should talk about? No, it was a great interview. I really appreciate talking to you, um, this morning and thank you so much for taking the time. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk again again soon. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. And I, again, I, you know, we were big fans, and anytime we can support with even Lala Collection at some point, we would love to. Um, and yeah, I just appreciate your time. And on everything, you. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lala, for joining us today. You are definitely a busy woman. To keep up with Lala and her fabulous life and all her upcoming projects, make sure to follow her on IG at Lala. Please show us some love by rating, reviewing, and subscribing and sharing the Revolve podcast with your friends. Leave us a DM or post your favorite clips by tagging us at Revolve with the hashtag Revolve podcast. Thank you again so much for listening and don't forget to join us for another real conversation on our next episode.